0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Between You and Me, episode 2. Happy Wednesday, I hope you're having a good week so far. Hope you enjoyed those like two days of good weather. And by good weather I mean above 40 degrees and I feel like that's a blessing in February. So, um, came home for the weekend, this, this past weekend and had to go to a funeral. And it was my first funeral in a very long time. Um, I don't have much experience with stuff like that. I feel like I'm not very good when it comes to things surrounding death. Um, but you know, it was was something I really needed to come home for and I needed to be there for this person. And after that, I was thinking, you know, as one does after going to something like a funeral. And I was like thinking about the quality of my life. Um, and I was like, what are some things that I do or that I've started to do or want to do in the future to improve the quality of my life? So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. So I have a list of things beside me that I just kind of want to walk through and talk about. So the first thing is everybody's favorite, therapy. Now I know that this is... Actually, I don't know if it's a sore subject. For some people it is, but for me personally, it used to be, and now it's something I hold very near to me. Um, But therapy, yeah, I feel like there's definitely a stigma around getting mental health help, but I genuinely believe that it's one of the best things you can do for yourself, and this goes for everyone. Even if you feel like you are at your peak of mental wellness I think it's always good to just check in and talk to somebody uh you know we help our physical bodies but sometimes our mental gets thrown to the side um but you know if you had an infection you wouldn't wait to go to the doctor at least I hope not so the same kind of goes for our minds if if something's really plaguing you or you're struggling I think therapy is such a beautiful thing And even if you don't feel like you're outwardly struggling with something, going and talking to someone, I think you learn a lot about yourself and your thought patterns and the way you operate. So for me personally, I went into therapy not really needing or thinking I needed something out of it, and then I got so much more than I could have ever imagined from it. And I just think it's something that everyone should have a go at. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But having access to that um, through Pitt, I know the Pitt therapists are a great resource. Um, Or privately through healthcare, whatever you do, I think therapy is such, such a good resource and it's definitely high up on the list of things that have improved my lifestyle. Alright next on my list. This is not specific to anything and I think you can go a lot of different ways with this and make of it what you will but next on my list is traveling and I want to preface this by saying I have been so blessed with certain opportunities in my life to explore the world and see things I never thought I'd see and I'm so thankful for that each and every day Um, but you know traveling doesn't always have to be going abroad or going on a fancy vacation it can be driving across the border with your friends like a state border from Pennsylvania to Delaware like it it can just be what you want it to be it can be going for a quick beach trip it can be going on a walk somewhere new it can be just exploring new things or it can be hopping on a random flight somewhere or going cross country in a van with your best friends it Traveling has so many different facets to it, and you can make of it what you will, and I just think having the opportunity to travel and expand your mind is something I am so grateful for. I think being a well-traveled and worldly person is so vital, Um, just seeing how other cultures operate, how other people live, and even if that's close to home and it's in a different state or, you know, like a different neighborhood. It doesn't have to be this international drawn-out thing. It's just getting an opportunity to see how other people function and how other people live and accept and embrace different cultures and appreciate them. So, you know, I've been lucky enough to really know and be part of the uh, Scottish culture. My dad is fully Scottish. He is a crazy Scotsman and he now lives back in the uk he lives in england though however but because of his job and just how things have panned out i've always been able to come back and forth from the us to the uk and you know spend time with all my family in scotland been able to travel around europe and just see sights that i never thought i would see and i'm so thankful for that and i feel like i've taken those opportunities to really expand my mind and appreciate how people do things outside of America. And I think if you ever get a chance to do that, whether it be studying abroad through Pitt or going on a family vacation or a friendship or, you know, however you are able to do it, I say do it because seeing the world and what it has to offer has undoubtedly changed my life so much and I'm so thankful. And, you know, because I've seen different places, I know that with the rest of my life, I want to make an impact elsewhere whether that be working abroad or studying abroad I just know I want my life to be bigger than where I am right now and I want to be mobile and I want to I want to get around and see the world I've only seen such a tiny tiny piece of it but I think traveling is so good for the soul and has definitely improved my life so if you ever get a chance big or small traveling is amazing all right next up is routine and routine is a big thing for me um I find that my anxiety is directly correlated with if I'm following a set routine or not and that doesn't have to be to the T but the days where I kind of know what's up and I can flow through my day I'm relaxed I'm chilled and and it's all good but when I kind of like let go and I don't have some sort of skeleton to my day or my week or my month Everything goes haywire, and I find myself getting so anxious. And then I'm like, There's no direct, you know, reason, there's no outlier like triggering your anxiety. So, what's up? And then I kind of look at how I've been spending my time, and I'm like, Okay, you've had no routine. So, routine has 100% changed my life because it keeps me grounded, and I kind of get a gauge on like where I'm supposed to be and what time and when. And you know I'm not perfect. I don't do this every day. I've especially been lacking lately. But you know life, and when I can, i like to kind of outline things for myself, and not for anyone else. Not I'm not doing this to adhere to anything, but for myself, because um, it makes me feel better. So I found myself at the beginning of the first so fall semester this year. It was warm out, sunny. In the mornings kind of like i was able to get up really early i'd get up every day at like 6 30 or 7 make breakfast go work out go sit in hillman or poswar and get everything done then go sit out in shenley hang out with my friends maybe read a book get in my hammock and kind of just like do some variation of that every day because it was september it was sunny every day people were still out and about classes weren't really hard yet And I would get up and move my body and, like, eat good breakfast and just feel really good. And, like, I would be doing this for every day, for every couple of weeks. And I was like, all right, this is a nice routine and I like it a lot. And then, you know, October comes, then the rain comes, then the 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. darkness comes, and the cold. And everything just kind of, like, went off kilter. And I stopped having a routine and you know, like seasonal depression, yes, that exists. And that on top of feeling anxious because I feel like I don't have anything together because I don't have my routine, even worse. So my recommendation, if anyone's kind of struggling with feeling anxious or feeling like they're just like they have this low-lying anxiety that they need to be doing something or something's not getting done, create a routine for yourself. And it doesn't have to be something with stringent rules. Like, it's not a good routine if you're going to get mad at yourself because you woke up at 9.30 instead of 9. You know what I mean? So, you know, like set a time-ish around when you want to get up and, you know, say, do I want to exercise in the morning? Do I want to exercise later? Do I not want to exercise? Do I not feel like it? Do I not need to? Um, what do I want to make for breakfast? When do I want to eat? Um, where do I want to go today? Like, do I want to do my class here? Do I want to do it on Zoom? Do I want to go in for lecture? Um, you know, like, do I want to study in Kathy? Do I want to study at home today? Just kind of outlining where and when you kind of want to get things done and like slowly but surely finding a schedule that works for you. It's so good for you and it's good for your body too and your mind because your brain's going to start getting used to going to bed at X time of night and waking up at X time of morning And you're going to feel good. You're going to feel comfortable because you're going to be used to it. And our our bodies crave normalcy and comfort and they're going to find it when you're doing things at certain times of the day or doing things a certain way. And you know, like, again, life happens. Things are going to get thrown off kilter and you're not going to be able to go to the gym at 8 a.m. like you wanted to. Or you can have a test you need to study for so you can't go sit on Shenley lawn for three hours and read a book. But, you know, having this sort of set idea and knowing you know like things might be thrown into the mix where i can't do what i wanted to do that's okay and you roll with it and you still get through but just this overall idea of having routine has definitely helped my life and improved my quality of life no less i feel like i've been going on insane tangents but hopefully this is making sense so far all right so we've covered therapy travel routine all right, this next one is definitely a lifesaver, but it's more theoretical than anything. Um, The concept of communication. I feel like this is so simple on paper, but in real life, it's so hard to master, and I'm far from mastering it. But, you know, we can say, oh, you want to tell that person something? Just tell them. Or you feel this way? Just say it. But we know that that is so much harder and so much easier said than done. But the art of communication is something that has improved my life drastically. And being able to say what I need or say what I want without feeling bad for it. Because I'm allowed to feel how I want to feel and I'm allowed to need and want things from people. And healthy relationships require communication, whether this be romantic, familial, uh friend relationships friendships that's the word Jeez, um it doesn't it doesn't matter what you need in all of those the string that ties through all of them is communication it is completely valid to tell people how you feel and for them to tell you how they feel in turn and I have enriched so many of my friendships relationships everything through communicating And saying how I feel because a lot of the time we spend our lives in our heads, and some of the things we might be thinking aren't true, and we might be overthinking things. And until we bring them to light and speak it into existence with somebody else, maybe say, Hey, I'm feeling down, or Hey, we haven't hung out enough, or Hey, like something I'm doing is making me anxious. Does it bother you? Just addressing your feelings. And being heard and being seen does a world of good. And it has definitely done that for me. Because, you know, I used to let a lot of things marinate inside. And, weird word, but, you know, they would stay inside. And I wouldn't tell someone if I was upset with how they were treating me. Or I was anxious that I was bothering them. I wouldn't bring that to light because I didn't want any problems. And I didn't want any confrontation. But communication and confrontation do not equate. You know, those are two separate entities and you can successfully communicate without having to confront. And I just think speaking with honesty and clarity and talking about how you feel is so important and it's such a life skill that, you know, we can all work on. And I'm I'm nowhere near close to where I want to be with that because sometimes I'm still scared to say how I feel or, you know, I, I don't speak directly and there's always things i want to improve in that sector but i'm aware of it and i know kind of now the communication style i like and i I definitely stick to it and i'm proud of myself because i feel like me a year ago today or two years ago today would not be able to have some of the conversations i have and i think it's really awesome that i can do that now so i recommend to everybody. Um, to work on communicating and work on those skills especially with the people you care about and it can completely enrich your life and side note a good place to start with that the game we're not really strangers i wrote about it in one of my blogs for offbeat but it is such a fantastic game if you need to work on your communication skills and just build a relationship or a better relationship with people in your life um it there's starter packs for people who are dating for exes for best friends for family members Uh like the list goes on and on it's such a good game and it really gets you to come out of your shell and its tagline one of its taglines is the mortifying ordeal of being known and I think that's awesome I think it's so it is scary to be known but being known is such a good feeling and one of the ways we can reach being known by the people we care about is communicating okay another one exercise. Don't yell at me. I know. I know. I'm sick of it, too, but I want the relationship that surrounds exercising and working out to no longer be toxic because I don't know about you, but I'm not up in the gym. Like, I will go to the union and do a little cutesy workout, but I'm far too scared to go to the P and, like, lift weights. Like, that's just not- that's not my game. So, When I say exercise, I just mean moving your body a little bit each and every day. And it doesn't have to be what you're seeing on TikTok. It doesn't have to be literal bodybuilding. It can be going on a nice walk, walking your dog, walking with your roommates to Starbucks. It can be doing yoga. That is an amazing thing to do for yourself. Not only for your physical, but your mental health. Clearing your mind and just making space within your mind for things by doing yoga I think that's fantastic but just each and every day doing a little bit to move your body and nourish your body with exercise I think is such a good thing so add that to the routine add that to your lifestyle definitely has improved my life and I'm excited to have a healthier relationship with exercise and do more with it because I feel like it's such a great opportunity. Okay, my last thing for this episode that has improved my life is reading. And I don't mean reading a textbook. I don't mean reading Yik Yak or the comments on TikTok. I mean getting out a good book and actually reading it. And I don't know if it's just me, but when I was younger, I literally, my mom would have to come in and take my book out of my hands at night because I would stay up under the covers reading a book. And my reading level when i was in like third grade this is a big flex guys watch out but it was like 12th grade reading level because i was like raking in the books and i was reading every day and i was reading all different types of books and i was so excited about it and this was like the days that like i remember being in fifth and sixth grade and like phones were like starting to become a thing for our friends but i was still like no i don't want my phone like i want to read And I would just, like, chuck it on the charger. And then I'd get out, like, a new book. And I'd be like, yes, let's go. Going to Barnes & Noble was the best thing ever. And I miss that. Like, I miss that feeling. And I think since then, my attention span has shriveled, like, exponentially. And the thought of picking up a book doesn't have the same appeal as it used to. So I want to change that. And I've been working on that. So this is kind of, like, one of the goals for the future of improving my life, I've already kind of started. But getting back to a level with reading that my younger self would be proud of. And opening books for pleasure and not feeling kind of like an overwhelming sense of dread. And I know school has definitely probably skewed my relationship with books, but so is social media and this like quick, quick, quick attention thing with TikTok and Instagram and all the apps. I want to Sit down, open a good book, and, like, feel immersed and forget what time it is. Like, I remember the last time I felt this way with a book was I was sitting in Chenley. I put up my hammock and I was reading 101 essays that'll change the way you think. And I was, like, so into it. And it wasn't even, like, a hardcore full-on novel. It was, like, a book of essays that were short and kind of had breaks in between But I was so enjoying it and I felt so calm and I didn't pick up my phone. I didn't feel any attraction towards my phone or like this feeling of like necessity to have it. And I actually enjoyed myself. So reading is a big thing that I think has the potential to improve my life. 100% I know it does. So I just kind of want to get back on that and read like I did when I was a little girl. Alright kids, that's all for today. Definitely got progressively more excited as I kept recording, but this has been a really good episode and I love talking about some of the things that have improved my life and hopefully in one way or another, these things impact your life, whether you already have them implemented or not. Maybe they're part of your routine. Maybe you say, Jilly, I don't have a routine and I don't care about your whole spiel on routines. That's cool too. But seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Between You and Me. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Love you. Bye. This podcast is a production of The Pit News and was edited by Andrew Mundy. You can read more of our stories, including my blog, Offbeat, at pitnews.com.